This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Monday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw is on the other side of the glass. We'll hear from him later on in the hour. Got the whip around 11.15. Jacob Calvin Meyer, Baltimore Sun, talk reels with him. But right now, talk a little Ravens. A little mini-buy, as they call it. Back to work. Getting ready for the Chargers. John Harbaugh meeting with the media later today. Chargers lose at Lambeau Field. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato joining us on the WGK Law guest hotline he is childs walker childs appreciate the time good morning what's going on hey good morning guys happy thanksgiving yeah same to you and we'll start with the division and obviously the ravens lead things right now at eight and three coming off the win against cincinnati on thursday night pass but watson out for the year burrow out for the year who knows what the hell pittsburgh's doing offensively there so How is, I guess in the last seven days, how has the division changed where it looks like the Ravens are in a very, very good position to not only win it, but maybe win it with some room to spare? They're certainly in a good position. And as you just alluded to, it's it's because of the quarterbacks. I mean, it's because of the fact they've played better than, than the other three teams to this point in the season. And because they now have an obvious advantage of quarterback. Now that said, we know this is the exact point in the season when Lamar has gotten hurt the last two years. So that nervousness is going to be the corner, you know, in the corner of Ravens fans' minds right now. I mean, you, you don't want to, you know, as, as, as Lamar said the other night when we were asking him about, about his ankle, uh, you, you almost don't even want to invite that topic into the room, I guess. But, I mean, it, it's, there's no question that's, that's going to be sort of on people's minds, you know, especially after they watched him go down and, you know, be in that, be in that blue tent for, for a couple of minutes on Thursday night. That was very very nervous time, but uh, they're in good position. You know, I guess the other thing that works against them is, is the schedule. I mean, they, they do have a tough remaining schedule, you know, certainly tougher than Pittsburgh, certainly tougher than Cleveland, the Bengals, you know, in addition to losing Burrow have a, have a hellacious schedule. So, I mean, they're, 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 they're in real rough shape, but uh, you know, it's, I, I don't think it's going to be a dead easy road for, for the Ravens to put it away, but are they in pole position? Absolutely. Charles, the thing that, I like is you got the Rams, you know, and you got the Dolphins. You got two warm weather teams coming here in December, yep. you know, when it's going to be really cold. So you, I like that about those two games, you know, that that's number one. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, you know, the Dolphins game certainly could loom very large. I mean, could, could be very important for both teams in term, terms of playoff positioning. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's questions about, you know, not just, not just the Dolphins playing in cold weather, but, but I think playing on the road period, they've, they've been a much better home team. Um, you know, some of their stats, I think are inflated by beating up on some of the lesser teams on, on their schedule. I think there's a, there's a question, how do they, 
how do they stand up against another quality team that can, you know, sort of out physical them, which, you know, would certainly seem to be the Ravens. So, so, so I agree that, you know, when we look down the road to that, it seems like it would be a, a favorable matchup for the Ravens. You know what, when I look at Cleveland and Pittsburgh now, the problem in the playoffs, man, they can't score points. And that's yeah. going to be a killer, yeah. you know, if they get if they get in, both of them. No, no, it feels like they're both low ceiling teams at this point. You know, even even if they get there, and you know, I think at least one of the two is probably probably going to get there. Um, you know, I, I mean, what Cleveland has working advantage, we, we saw it yesterday. I mean, no matter who's playing quarterback, they do have that defense to to, to fall back on. I mean, that's they're they're going to be in most of the games that they play. They they can run the ball fairly well, but yeah, I mean, there's just. The ceiling, the ceiling is low when you when you when you have that guy playing quarterback, and you know as much as as much as we all like Joe Flacco and have and have warm memories of him, I don't think he's going to change that picture either at this point in his career. So I mean, those those teams are just limited going forward. I agree with you. Who do you think's going to get uh, Mark Andrews targets? I think it's going to be divvied up. I mean, you know, Likely's Likely's going to get a big opportunity. Um, I mean, we saw it. We saw it last year. I mean, he had the the two really big games he had were in Andrews' absence. I mean, he does have he does have real talent. Uh, this is a real, this is this is his chance. I mean, I, I think it had been a disappointing season for him to this point. Uh, didn't make as strong an impression in training camp as he as he had the previous year. Hasn't had a lot of opportunity with so many you know pass catchers to feed in this offense. But this is going to be his chance, and 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 he does have the talent to step up to that moment. We'll we'll see if we'll see if he can be consistent. Pilar, I don't, I don't know how much we're going to see him. I, I don't think he's sort of demanded to be on the field. He'll certainly get some chance, and this might really be his last chance with the Ravens. But a lot of it is going to, it's, you know, it's going to have to be the wide receivers too. And we did see yep. it wasn't, wasn't like the offense broke down the other night when, you know, after, after Andrews got hurt. I mean, and, and we saw, you know, Beckham has some zip in the legs right now. I mean, yes, he does real, real yards after the catch when, you know, when he catches those nice timing passes in the middle of the field. I mean, we've, you know, obviously, you know, Zay. I mean, he had. He had the big gain in the, in the first half when he made that great cut to the outside and then had the 68-yard touchdown taken away from him on a bad call. Aguilar made a really nice alert play, you know, grab, grab, grabbing that bounce and taking it all the way to the end zone. So, I mean, those guys really did help out Lamar on Thursday night, and so, you know, they're going to have to do more of that. Charles, I could see a situation where, you know, like the set where Andrews is the only tight end on the field with the receivers. Why not just put Aguilar, Bateman, you know, all those guys, and have Mitchell out there too? Then you got then you got a lot of explosiveness on the field. And you know, also, you know, we we know how much Lamar has relied on Andrews over the years. That's sort of the guy he naturally looks for. In, in, okay, what in is Beckham spot. now? Yeah, well, right, well, right, and, and you know, does it? You know, does does he almost does he almost have to establish deeper connections with those wide receivers because he doesn't? He doesn't have Andrews there. I mean, you know, it's it's you know we're starting to see it with Beckham. You know, we've we've seen more. You know, I've, I've talked to you guys. I know a few weeks ago. I mean, there's been, you know, we've seen more from from Bateman. Uh, you know, even though he hasn't had the big breakout day, he's had moments in 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 a, in a lot of the recent games. So he's he's starting to be there more too. And 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 Zay. I mean, Zay Zay has been a steady presence in the offense. I mean, that's you know that's that's yeah. kind of a given. But you know, do we see even more from him? So I mean, there's 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 a lot of options. I, I like the the deep shot. I think there was five deep shots, and Lamar on a couple of them, you know, threw it much better, you know, than he has. Yeah, I liked I liked seeing them do those those play action shots on on first down, which 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 they did twice early in the game, and and no, they didn't connect. But yeah, he missed 
he missed Beckham by maybe a step or two on the one, and, and Beckham had his defender beat. And then, you know, I thought he made a good throw to, to, to Bateman, which would have been a touchdown. I and wish Bate would have went up and got attacked that ball yeah. instead of waiting. Although I did think the cornerback made a nice play. He I did. Mean, just, just, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but again, yes, you're right. That, that one, that, that was very close to hitting. So I, I, I like seeing that too. And it, and it feels like we're going to, and, and then of course he did, he did hit the one to, to Beckham late in the game. So it does feel like we're going to see some of those hit over the next few weeks. Charles Walker covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Sun. Charles, last thing for you. Let's move to the defense, and in particular, the recent play of Adafe Owe, considered to be a disappointment by many over the first couple of years of his career. Now that he plays, we notice him on the field. He's getting his stack and his sacks. So what about Adafe Owe's second-half charge here, maybe getting himself some long-term security in Baltimore, perhaps? He's been really good since he came back from the ankle injury. No, no, no question about it. And and we've seen the consistency from him, which was the thing that had been missing in the past. I mean, you know, he had he had you know some stray really good games in his first two years, but it's really been every week with you know four four or five. I think he had seven pressures on on Thursday night, which is which which is impressive. And he's and he's finishing too. He's got got four sacks in, in those five games. And and you see, I think a more sophisticated pass rush approach. And 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 maybe that is the influence of. Chuck Smith, who was a you know a, 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 a lot of addition to, to the staff coming into the season, um, and yeah, I mean he's he's now put himself in position where, you know, I think going into the season you would have said that fifth year option probably not, but now you really have to think about it. I mean it's you know for a productive pass rusher, I, I don't remember what the number it is, but I think it's under ten million. I mean that that's that that that's pretty good uh, that's pretty good money for a, a productive pass rusher. So I mean yes, he certainly uh, revived that conversation and. Uh, I mean, gosh, their their pass rush has been just way more productive, I think, than we could have envisioned going into the year. I mean, that that's, you know, an enormous strength for them at this point. Childs Walker, Baltimore Sun. Childs, as always, appreciate the time. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the family, and we'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks here. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. There he is, Childs Walker, everybody. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. When we come back, it is the whip around as we talk about what happened in the world of sports over the weekend. And then Jacob Calvin Meyer talks some Orioles. The offseason is here. Work is being done. And we're going to find out what's next on the agenda for Michael I. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Diddy and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 105.7 The Fan. Diddy and Hades, 105.7 The Fan here on this Monday. Ravens were off this weekend because they played Thursday night and won. Back at it this week, getting ready for the Chargers who lost yesterday, which we'll talk about during NFL lunch, and once we get to our picks, and Jared Dubin from CBSSports.com joins us in the 1 o'clock hour as well. College hoops over the weekend. Friday night, Maryland up in Philly got blown out by Villanova, 57-40. Maryland shot 24% from the field, 19% from beyond the arc. They've lost three in a row. They'll host UNBC tomorrow. Maryland. Struggling to put the ball in the basket. That is an understatement for sure. Maryland had four turnovers at halftime, four made baskets Jeez. at halftime. We'll talk more about that with Walt Williams tomorrow as we preview, uh, preview the week that will be for the Terps. Winnable games, and I'm using air quotes, until Indiana blooms on December 1st. So right now, Kevin Willard's Turtles are having a hard time winning some basketball games here. Speaking of Indiana, men's college hoops, they lose to UConn last night. Madison Square Garden, 77-57. UConn number five in the land, defending national champions, of course. It was Michigan State, Big Ten, 81-49 over Alcorn State. Illinois gets over Southern, number 23, the Illini, 88-60. It was Southern Miss beating Northwestern 66 to 57. Also Ohio State beats Western Michigan 73 to 56. Locally North Texas beat Towson 65-39 and then UMBC who'll be in College Park tomorrow. They beat Loyola 94 to 79. College or excuse me, college football Big 10 style if you missed it over the weekend. Ohio State beat Minnesota 37-3. Penn State beat Rutgers, who Maryland is favored against Saturday, 27-6. Iowa outlast Illinois, 15-13. Michigan State beat Indiana, 24-21. Northwestern beat Purdue, 23-15. It was Wisconsin over Nebraska and OT, 24-17. The wins by Northwestern and Wisconsin made them both bowl eligible. Yeah, I, I tell you what, that's a great story for Northwestern. And they hired the guy to be the coach, what, Braun, who came from North Dakota State. So to me, and Bob, how many guys left and left the portal and quit and did all that other stuff? They've done a hell of a job keeping it together because we thought that they were going to be 1-10 maybe. You sure. know? And for them to get that bowl eligibility is certainly award-worthy, maybe not coach of the year in the Big Ten worthy because others are going to be more uh, prominent in that. But the fact, uh, hey, look, they beat Maryland. And we thought Maryland was going to spank them, so did the odds makers. But congratulations to Mike Harmon's Northwestern Wildcats getting bowl eligible. In the NBA last night, it was Orlando 128-116 over Indiana. Jalen Smith back from getting his bell rung a couple of nights ago, 10 points, four boards there. Paulo Banquero 
that 24 in the win for Orlando, who's actually having a pretty decent start to their 2023-24 season. Sacramento over Dallas, 129 <coughs> or 120, yeah, 129, 113. Kevin Herter was out with a finger injury, but he has been lights out. As of late, Alex Len's going to be out for a couple of months with a knee. But uh, Sabonis, he went double-double, 32-13. and 13. There was Boston, 102-100 over Memphis. Santi Aldama had 28-12-6-2. Santi Aldama, Loyola Greyhound. The Zinger had 26, including the game-winning basket for Boston there. Oklahoma City, 134-91 over Portland. Aaron Wiggins, Maryland. He had 13 points, five boards in the win there. And your favorite player. Nolan McGraw, SGA, Shea Gilders, Alexander's having a monster season. 28-3 and for the Wizards tonight, taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Good luck to that. I don't know much about this in-season tournament. Yeah, I, don't. I do know the Wizards have already been eliminated from it, and that's a fact. Bob, what did you think of a call three. on Durant? The non-call. Which one? Last night. I did not see it. Most it was in overtime. He blocked it, and then they were going to it would have been a three three-shot foul. And they said he tipped the ball before he hit the hand, so then no foul, and they won with like 131, 128 in overtime. Those dirty SOBs, those officials. It's the Whip Around Video at Haiti 1057, the Fed, here on this Monday. Let's see, 2011, MT Bank Stadium. Ravens beat the Bengals 31 24. Joe Flacco, two touchdown passes, one Anquan Bolden, one to Torrey Smith. Ray Rice. Rush for two TDs. Ravens approved a 7-3 on the year. And then a year ago today at M&T Bank Stadium, all right, one the most exciting game, but, you know, this happened. So now first down and goal inside the two. It's Jackson to the edge. Lamar Jackson into the end zone for a Ravens touchdown. Lamar Jackson, that was it for touchdowns. Justin Tucker, two field goals. Lamar, that run. Fox Sports on the call, by the way. Ravens win 13-3. Over uh, Baker Mayfield in the Carolina Panthers improved to seven and three on the year. They did make the playoffs last year. Lamar got hurt just a couple weeks later, and the uh, narrative of that season changed dramatically. When we come back, go to shift gears, talk some Orioles. Jacob Calvin Meyer is going to be joining us. The off season is here. Award season is done. Now it's about paying season and trading season as the winter meetings come up in a couple of weeks. Jacob will be joining us from the Sun in a couple of minutes. Then a funhouse trip. No. McGraw 1145 news from the nest coming up at noon after investing billions to light up our network t-mobile is america's largest 5g network plus right now you can switch keep your phone and we'll pay it off up to 800 dollars. see how you can save on every plan versus verizon and at&t at t-mobile.com slash across america up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a realtor can make all the difference, because that's 
we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Sports 24-7-1057. The voice of the fan. Biddy and Haiti, 1057 The Fan here on this Monday. Got a fun house trip, Nolan McGraw coming up here in a few minutes. Stay tuned for that. News from the Nets coming up at the top of the hour. Going to look back at Thursday's win, Ravens over Cincinnati. Later in the program, Jared Dubin's going to be joining us from CBSSports.com. Talk about the NFL, which wraps up week 11 tonight. Kansas City hosting Philly. Super Bowl rematch. You can hear that game here on The Fan. But the Orioles had some housekeeping to take care of over the weekend. Here to talk about that and look at the owners' meetings. Or the yeah the the big fun things happening here winter meetings in a couple of weeks. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. He's with the Baltimore Sun. Let's welcome back to the show. It's been a few weeks. Jacob Calvin Meyer. Jacob, good morning. What is going on? Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Talking about the football game tonight. You mean the Taylor Swift ball, right? Oh God, uh, I guess. <laughs> I mean, no, we'll uh, shove that down. Hey, go uh, one got postponed, so I don't know. Uh, whatever. I don't, well, you guys I don't heard care. that Karma is the guy on the Chiefs, if you haven't heard yet. Who is? Oh, Karma? Oh, oh she, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, if you're talking songs, you got you might as well be preaching rocket science to me right now, Jacob Calvin Meyer. But let's talk about the Orioles. First of all, all 17 arbitration eligible guys were tendered contracts. Was that a surprise to any level for you? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, when you have a number that high, like Elias said at, at, at the end of the season news conference, that that's, in his mind, a view of a, of a strong, healthy organization. And having that many guys and being able to tender contracts to them all, I think, was a surprise. There were a few um, that I think were on the short list of maybe not being tendered contracts. I think the main one was Jorge Mateo and was perhaps the biggest surprise. So for him to not even – just be tendered a contract for, for them to actually come to an agreement at 2.7 million. I think he was a guy uh, along with Ramona Rios, maybe where you looked at it and said, okay, they've got Jordan Westberg who wasn't playing full time this past season. They've got Gunnar Henderson splitting time between short and third. And then they've got Jackson holiday, Kobe Mayo, Joey Ortiz and Connor Norby who have all played and excelled at triple a I think when you go into it, you were thinking maybe that they would let either Mateo or Arias go. And then there were a couple other guys like Ryan McKenna. You know, does he have any options left? Are you going to keep him on the roster? You know, those are questions that we, we still don't know the answer to. They did tender, you know, they did come to an agreement with him, but we'll see what his future in the organization is because, you know, he's been a guy that's been up and down the past couple of years. And then Keegan Aiken is another guy that hasn't, you know, didn't really pitch well this past season. And so I think to tender contracts to all of them is pretty surprising, but there's still a lot of off season to go and, and we'll see how many other guys they bring into the organization and whether some of these other players stick and what the impact is on Jackson holiday and, and some of these other prospects. Now the next phase in regards to the arbitration dudes like the Santander's and the John means is we, as you know, Jacob, the projection is that a lot of these players are going to get significant raises, maybe not mean so much coming back from an injury, but still a lot of pay increases here. Does this put some of these players in possible trade scenarios given the fact that the Orioles still like to fancy themselves as a small market team for whatever reason. Yeah, that's, it's tough to answer. You know, you, there's no way to know, right? Anthony Santander is a guy who has been uh, rumored to be um, thought, of, thought of as a trade candidate for years now, and it hasn't happened. And 
if you remember this past season, there were a couple games here and there. I think there was maybe one trip in Atlanta where he got dinged up a bit. Um, one other instance where he was out. He maybe missed five or six games because of an injury or something. And in those instances, you looked at the lineup and you went, man, this lineup is a lot worse without Anthony Santander. Right. And it, it just it completely changes the way that you write the lineup. It just it, it, it makes the lineup way worse. And so I think it would be, listen, this is already an offense that didn't hit a lot of home runs. They, they were not among the league leaders in home runs. In a lot of other offensive categories, they were middle of the pack. And when you look at this offense, if you take away essentially its home run leader and you don't add, it, add anything else to it, I think you're in danger of, you know, people are already, again, going to talk about the Orioles next season as a regression candidate as they did last offseason. Now, last offseason, it ended up being incorrect, right? Obviously, the team did not regress. But it's going to be really hard for them to win 101 games again. It's going to be really hard for them to win the division again. And to get, to get rid of a player like Anthony Santander um, would be a tough pill to swallow if you don't get anything significant in return, right? If this team goes out and signs a top-line starting pitcher uh, and then they go out and get a top-line closer or back-end reliever, you know, maybe you could swallow, you know, getting rid of a player that, that maybe the organization, organization doesn't be with somebody that's going to be here long-term, He's only got one more year left, but if you get rid of him and you don't bring anything else in, that's going to be tough. And so some of the other guys, I don't really know how much of a trade candidate they are. They don't really have as much of a backlog in the outfield as they do on the infield. So, you know, perhaps Mateo or Arias could get, could get traded if they decide, Hey, you know, we want Jackson holiday to start the season on the major league roster or something like that. But I don't know how many of these guys are, are going to be, um, people that, that you're going to you're going to think are going to be traded this offseason. Jacob Calvin Meyer covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Sun. You mentioned closer Felix Batista out for next year. No fault of his own. He got hurt. It is what it is. How do the Orioles go about replacing their all-star finisher guy? Well, the easiest way to, would be to go out and sign Josh Hader, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, that ain't happening. I'd love it, though, Jacob yeah. Calvin Meyer. Yeah, old, old Mill High School, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so that would be the easiest way. The easiest way is to go out and sign somebody who has closing experience. Uh, that would also be the most expensive way. Um, the most likely outcome is for them to do what they've been doing. And it's hard to criticize them for that because it's worked. They are – if you look at the best organizations in baseball year after year, Tampa Bay, the Dodgers, et cetera, they are teams that are able to take – random relievers and get the most out of them. And you look at, I know CNL Perez wasn't great this past season, but he was solid enough, especially at the end of the year. And then the year before he was great, CNL Perez, Danny Coulomb, Felix Bautista, Yannier Cano, like the names go on and on. And so there's something going on here where they clearly have confidence in their ability to develop back end relievers essentially out of thin air. And so I think that they're going to trust that they're going to be able to have somebody uh, step up internally, whether that's Cano, whether that's D.L. Hall, if he's back in the bullpen instead of being a starting pitcher, maybe Tyler Wells if he's in the bullpen instead of being a starting pitcher, um, or they go by committee, um, or there's somebody that we have no idea who they are. They'll come in, they'll, they'll sign them or claim them off waivers and, they'll be the next Yenny or Cano. There's, there's really no way to know, but that's probably the direction that they'll go. 
because the successes of the past are probably going to inform their future decision-making, especially when it comes to the bullpen. All right, Jacob, real quick, what's going on with the pitching coach situation for Brandon Hyde here? Yeah, I, I guess that's that's a question mark as well. We're, we're not exactly sure um, what's what's going on there, but it is interesting when you consider that that is a department that if you look at, okay, if you have to ask yourself, okay, why are the, why did the Orioles improve by 50 wins over a two-year time span? One of the main reasons would be the, you know, the improvements on the pitching side of things. You know, in 2021, the, you know, the offense wasn't great, but it wasn't a bad offense. They, they, had some, they had some guys in there who could hit. You know, Cedric Mullins had a great year in 21. You know, Anthony Santander. Used it. So it was more so on the pitching side. And so the improvements there are a big reason on the improvement. But I really can't answer what's going on there. I think it'll just – I think we'll learn more in the coming months once we get closer to the season about what – kind of the duties are going to look like and, and how that's going to shape out. Jacob Calvin Meyer covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Sun. Jacob, we appreciate the time as always. Have a great Thanksgiving. You and the family can enjoy Monday Night Football. If you're driving around, listen to it here on The Fan. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thanks. You got it. Jacob Calvin Meyer, everybody. It's Vinny at Haiti, 1057. The Fan will come back. Funhouse Drip, Nolan McGraw. News from the desk coming up at the top of the hour. We're going to count that early week Thanksgiving money at 1215. Buy or sell. Get back to the playoff picture in the AFC at 1230. NFL lunch coming up 1 o'clock. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, company? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! Yeah. The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Funhouse trip, Dolan McGraw coming up in a matter of minutes. Got news from the Nets coming up top of the hour. It's Vinny and Haney. Let's get out to the phones first. Let's go to Baltimore. It is Ray. Ray, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? On, man? You ready for hey, a man. gallon of Jack Daniels? Hey, man. Hey, it's fantastic, man. You you backed out. The deal was supposed to have been down here, man. Now you make me come up there, man. But it's cool. I got to go to the barbershop anyway. So. All right, here you go. It's, yeah. It's, I it's, mean, because Wednesday at 2, the kid's off for 10 days. So I'm already in uh, next phase mode. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm down here in Glen Burnie, man. Oh, so you are in Glen Burnie? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, I got you. I ain't going to announce it on air. That's what I was trying to tell you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yep, yep, yep. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll figure it out, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, but what I was calling about is, man, this signing of Joe Flacco concerns me. And people ain't talking about this, man. Like, I remember January, Joe. You know what I mean? And And I remember how deadly. January Joe can be, and he signed to the Browns for now, practice squad for now. But you know they got the defense, and all Joe has to do is just be 08, you know 09 Joe, and they can win a playoff game. And I know what you mean. I know that you know what I mean when I say like just just be 08 09 um, Joe Flacco. They're gonna win a playoff game, and it's a possibility they might be in the playoffs, man. So. What's y'all fellas' thoughts when it comes to that? And also, before I hang up the phone, what big moves do you see the Orioles making, man? Like, Nola got that big deal. Like, is something coming down the pipe? And um, I'll talk to you fellas tomorrow. All right, Ray. And we'll definitely hook up later on to get that gallon of Jack Daniels. Speaking of the Orioles, they want him booze. As far as an Aaron Nola sort of deal, no. I don't man, see that no. one happen. They got a lot of in-house uh, 
raises they're going to have to take care of. I could see prospects being dangled for upgrades in the rotation and certainly to bring in a closer, but getting to the Flacco thing, man, is he, does he even take a snap for Bob, that? Bob, if he gets in, hey, I'm coming. You know, he can't move. You know, you hit him a couple of times. I, I remember, Bob, I, the visions I have of watching him at the, the Jets, he gets hit a couple of times and it's like like he's punch drunk, you know, like he sees stuff coming. Uh, I don't I don't think that's going to be anything spectacular. But their quarterback situation is dire for sure. Cleveland's maybe not long-term, or is it? Because you don't know what Deshaun Watson you're going to get. The Jets, they're just, oh, my God, this Zach Wilson kid. He might be in going into Josh Rosen territory. Well, I, I, blame, I, I blame somebody there. I don't know who it is. Is it Joe Douglas? Is it the coach? That They've been so stubborn, you know, about this guy. I mean, he's, he's been sucking for a while. I feel bad for the Jets fans. and Because you know going in, we ain't scoring. I mean, we're, if we get a touchdown, you know, we're doing – Bob, they have – the uh, the punter threw a better pass than Zach Wilson. Yes, he did. <laughs> nice tight spiral. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Let's bring Nolan McGraw in. Quick draw, how was your weekend? It was good. It was good. I had a, a wedding, actually. Family Ooh. wedding. So, shout out to my cousin Amy. Or now husband Mike. Congratulations. It was a beautiful day, beautiful weather. Couldn't have asked for anything better. What'd you wear, Norm? Suit and tie? Oh, of course. Nice. Give me any excuse to wear that, you know? I had to buy new suit pants. I grew out of my old ones, you know? Is it, well, getting, getting not fat in your waist or your length or the, where? The waist. Uh-oh. Always, yeah. That's that's never a good feeling. No, no. <laughs> what do you weigh, a buck 40? Well, soaking wet. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what you weigh, up to like a 22 or something uh, crazy like that. But as long as the family was happy and they had the nuptials that everyone appreciated, that's all good. And we'll talk about it later in the week. What are your Thanksgiving plans, at least early here? You. Oh, fam- uh, family again. But not as many as over the weekend. I, I'm done with some of those people. Don't talk to me for another year. And then so yeah, select group for yeah, Thursday. Yeah, I got a couple of relatives <laughs> I could do without for an extended period of time. But we're not here to talk about that. Let's go to the fun house. Quick draws, fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. First one here, speaking of Joe Flacco, Texter says, I would love to see Joe Flacco take over as the, the Browns starter in the coming weeks. I don't think they make the playoffs either way. Might as well have some fun watching him throw the ball downfield. Although when I look at that schedule, Bob, they, you know, Norm, I, I think that they're going to, they got about th- three games at least that they can win just with their defense. So that I think they're going to get in, Norm. I, I hate to say it. And, oh, why do I feel like they're going to be the seventh seed? Right. Well, I mean, it comes, who else is a lock for wild card? We talk about Texans, but shoot, I mean, they might even win their own division. Yeah, they got Jacksonville this week. uh, There really is no locks that are pushing them out. Well, the only reason I'm saying it, I've got a feeling they're going to be the seventh because that's who the Ravens would play, you know? Uh, This one here says, uh, do you think the Ravens make any sort of move at tight end, whether it's small or big, 
or are they content with what they have in-house? I think totally content. Totally content. Bob, how much pressure? Let's say the Ravens in the first round, you got home playoff game, wild card game, and you're playing the Browns. Pressure's on the Ravens. Because you can't lose to that one. Yeah, I mean, it's a single elimination tournament. Right, but if you lost that one, then it'd be like, oh, again? They they could go, what are they now, 8-3? and They could finish 14-3. and They lose in the first round. The narrative's going to be, it's like the Dodgers in baseball. You win 140 games. You don't get out of the first round of the playoffs. Nobody cares. Absolutely, the pressure would be all over the rape. And speaking of potential playoff matchups, Ravens in the playoffs, what that might look like. Uh, Bruce in Reisterstown here says, uh, who would play the Anquan Bolden receiver role if the Ravens are going to go on a run in the playoffs? OBJ. That reliable possession guy. He says maybe OBJ. Yep. I say Zay Flowers. Uh, Bruce in Reisterstown here goes on to say, uh, he could become the true possession guy, plus you love the yak uh, potential. All right, to me, they're all, all of a sudden, o, OBJ's got yak ability. I mean, if he could play like he played last week, I, I you know, if he could play like that down the stretch in a playoff run, they got three dudes that, you know, that can make, and even Aguilar can make some plays because he can run so well. And he even made it sound like, they were kind of saving him. He made the comments after the game. It said, I wasn't right earlier in the year. Harbaugh, they yeah. understood. They they held me back. Maybe that's paying off in the long run here. Yeah. You know, hopefully that shoulder's okay because he missed a couple. You know, he missed a lot of practice time. He was on the injury report, let's say, you know, with the shoulder. And he was in street clothes at the end of the game Thursday night, if memory serves. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. Did talk to the media, though, which I, is a good I, I sign. I saw him talk to the media afterwards, yep. Yeah. But they'll be back at it tomorrow. John Harbaugh meets with the media this afternoon at 2.30. So we're going to hear from him later on in the afternoon. And definitely have that for you coming up tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. When we come back, news from the nest. Going to look back at John Harbaugh's comments following the Cincinnati win. Ravens 8-3 and three on the year. We'll count some money at 12.15 with buy or sell. If you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. What uh, coaches are on the hot seat. Playoff matchups the way they look today. Which one concerns you the most? NFL Week 11 Wraps up tonight. Kansas City hosting Philly, a game you can hear on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 